What up, Florida? It's your boy, AJ Johnson, and welcome into the very first episode of the Sunshine Slate, a podcast brought to you by FLTeams.com. FLTeams.com is the best source for the latest news on all of your favorite Florida sports teams, analysis, opinion, and of course, entertainment. The Sunshine Slate, it's a Florida man thing. It is Wednesday, February 17th for my first episode. And just to give you an idea of what you can expect from me every week, we are going to be covering the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Tampa Bay Lightning. If there's relevant news from any of those other Florida sports like the Jags, the Florida Panthers, the Miami Dolphins, we are going to cover that. And your boy AJ is a huge Florida State fan. So we're definitely going to dive into some of the college aspects covering Florida State, uh, UF, If there's relevant USF news, sure, why not? But week in and week out, you can bet your boy will be right here on the Sunshine Slate with all of you. So today, we start here. The Tampa Bay Bucks. The Super Bowl winning Tampa Bay Bucks. We'll dive into a little bit of what the Tampa Bay Lightning has been up to. And then I'll tell you what you can expect from me on future shows. But for now, we'll start here. The pride and joy of Tampa Bay. So the victory of Super Bowl 55 was more than a week ago. But to truly experience a Super Bowl hangover, you have to party hard. And of course, that is exactly what the Tampa Bay Bucks did. Starships were meant to sail. The Bucks had a boat party to remember. When was the last time you saw a Super Bowl parade like this? And, and... They were socially distant, for the most part. The Bucks poured out into the Hillsborough River last week in boats such as the Red Pearl. <laughs> this boat had players like Gronk, Fournette, Levante, David. That's a party boat right there. That is a Gronk party boat right there. They had boats like the Grave Digger. That boat was holding the uh, secondary in the defensive line. Talk about a great name for a boat holding that defensive line. The Grave Digger. I mean, basically describes what they did all playoffs long. Just beating up offensive lines, putting quarterbacks on their back into their grave. It felt like like Pat Mahomes was six feet under watching that Super Bowl, right? Great name for a boat. Tom Brady showed up on his own boat, of course. That may be all he remembers. Somebody got to tell Tom Brady, Florida don't play like that. Day drinking is different in the South, man. That sun will get at you for sure. I wonder if he remembers tossing the Lombardi to Cameron Bray. What a moment that was, right? Now, it didn't sit well with some people. The daughter of the silversmith who made the Lombardi trophy all those years ago. Her name's uh, Lorraine Gross. She, She wasn't too happy. In fact... Quote, she was irate. She said this bothered her so much she couldn't sleep for two nights over this. Seriously? Two nights? She said it was a disgrace and an insult to her family's legacy, and she wanted an apology. Buccaneers general manager Jason Light responded to said angry daughter, and his response was this. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> Lighten up, Francis. And he's right. I mean, come on. How about a little appreciation for your number one customer? I mean, the guy has won seven of these things already. Eventually, you have to find a new way to celebrate with it. I mean, come on. Just enjoy the moment. But no. 
She wants an apology. And not just for her and her family or the Silversmith group. She wants one for the fans. Um, lady, you don't, you don't speak for us. I mean, as a fan, I loved it. I mean, honestly, I wanted to see him take a five-step drop first and sling that thing as deep as he could. See if he could up that deep ball percentage a little more. I mean, come on. These guys are professional football players. They throw and catch for a living. I think it'd be okay. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> the Bucks partied exactly as Florida expected them to, and they deserved every moment of it. The Bucks are Super Bowl champs, and now it's time to get back to work and start on the campaign to run it back. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl 55 champions. Now for an always hard transition. It's with a heavy heart that I come to you with the news of former Buccaneers wide receiver Vincent Jackson. Jackson was found deceased around 11.30 a.m. Monday morning in a Brandon, Florida hotel. Jackson apparently checked into the hotel on January 11th and had been there ever since. In his 12-year career, the 38-year-old receiver amassed 540 receptions for 9,080 yards and 57 touchdowns. However, he will most be remembered for the four consecutive nominations for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award and fantastic work in the military community with the Jackson in Action 83 Foundation. Jackson is survived by his wife and three children. He will be sorely missed. Rest in peace, Vincent Jackson. Next, we're going to slide over to the ice. Tampa Bay Lightning lost the best of three against the Florida Panthers with their recent 6-4 loss on Monday night. And if you watch the game, you, you know the story. Panthers looked like the team they were on Thursday when they won 5-2. In this one, Stamkos put one in the net early or mid-first period, but then it was mostly downhill from there for the Lightning. I mean, the Panthers pushed the pace. They used that speed to really get ahead of them. They frustrated the Lightning into making plenty mistakes, and they capitalized off them. They capitalized off the turnovers. Once they got on the break, they were decisive with the puck. They were creating chances for other people. Anthony Duclair, talk about speed. That wraparound goal was a thing of beauty in the second period. Again, the speed, the footwork, the way he opens up his skates and gets that quick lateral movement behind the net, got the stick ahead of himself. McElhenney couldn't do anything about it. Just a beautiful, beautiful first goal as a Florida Panther for the Duke. Panthers went on to score four goals in the second period, answering everything the Lightning did. But the good thing is you saw the fight in the Lightning. You know, after Stamkos put one in, you know, the second period, Volkov, he puts a couple in, wakes the team up, tries to get some momentum. Tyler Johnson got in on the fun. They got it within one goal, but in the end, the Panthers held on and gave the Lightning their first home loss of the season. Now, you know how it goes, though. You let a Panther hang around too long, they will pounce. They get confidence. But if you ask me, this is a good time as any for the Bolts to have an outing like this. You know, it allows them to refocus, make sure that they remember that they're not invincible, you know. And right before their rematch with the Dallas Stars, who they beat in the Stanley Cup just five short months ago. If if that game is to be played, actually. I mean, who knows right now? Dallas is experiencing its worst cold front like ever. Severe lows in temperature. They had a low of minus one degree. Yeah, in Texas. How about that? Minus one degree. That's nuts. Dallas is 12-5 and five right now, and if this game does go on, you know they'll be itching to get back on the ice. They've played the fourth lowest amount of games in the NHL due to postponements. 
But if Tampa and Dallas go at it, I imagine Tampa Bay will be solid in this one. You know, this this isn't a team I'm worried about. The Lightning know how to win. You know, they've had a lot to do with, but they're gelling and they're getting back at the right time. And when it matters most, you know the Lightning are going to be there. I think Cooper will have them ready to play against Dallas. You know, they'll be prepared to neutralize these very active defensive men they have. You know, guys like Miro Haskinen and John Klingberg, Essa Lindell. These guys move the puck really well. They create scoring chances quickly. But I expect, I expect the Lightning to be prepared for that and be ready for that. You know, if they keep their energy up, they control the puck for a change, you know. Uh, take advantage of Dallas on the power play. All the things that you grow up knowing how to do playing the sport. You know, I, I think they get the W uh, in this first game and extend that first place lead. But that will remain to be seen. Well, that's just about going to do it for the first episode of the Sunshine Slate. Next week, we're going to cover the free agents on the Buccaneers, who to prioritize in their own club and who to target in another. We as well are going to recap some of the Lightning games, see if they can get themselves back on a win streak, which I'm sure they will. And, of course, we will cover some of those college teams like FSU and UF. While you're on here, go ahead and check out some of the other podcasts on flteams.com to see what else is going on in the Sunshine State. flteams.com, the best source for the latest news on all of your favorite Florida sports teams. I'll leave you with some Florida man history. On February 17th, 2019, a Florida man was charged with pointing a laser at a law enforcement helicopter. The man told deputies that he did not know it was illegal to aim a laser at an aircraft. He was charged with felony misuse of a laser lighting device, and bond was set at $25,000. Until next time, I'm your host, AJ Johnson. You can find me on Twitter at AJCrazy underscore RC. That's crazy with a K. And I am out. Uh-huh.